0: On today's show, I'm talking about Russia and Bible prophecy, very important things happening in our world right now. I'm also talking about the ban on worship and the limitation of First Amendment rights for believers and what it means. I'll also be answering your questions. I'm Jimmy Evans. Welcome to The Tipping Point Show. I want to talk about Russia in Bible prophecy. Before I get into that, let me just say we have EXO Now, which is our streaming platform, and we have many resources on there, over a thousand resources on there. This is really the Netflix for your marriage and family, just for you as a believer. My content's on there, my preaching, my marriage content, uh, Dave and Ashley Willis, many other speakers that we have at our conferences, as well as the 21-day inner healing journey and 21-day total freedom journey both of these I developed out of my own experience as a believer of getting free and getting healed on the inside. If it's something that you're interested in, go on XO now and subscribe. It's $9 a month. However, is a Tipping Point uh, viewer, we want to give you a 25% discount. Just go on 21dayjourney.com forward slash Tipping Point and you can enter into the promo code there, Tipping Point, you'll get a 25% discount. So for a very little amount of money, you can go through the 21 Day Journeys I really believe it will change your life. I believe it could change your marriage, your your family's life, whatever age you are, wherever you are. This is something pre-COVID, a lot of people were struggling with their mental health, emotional health. COVID has just made much of that worse for a lot of people. I really believe that that would be a blessing to you. Let me talk about Russia and Bible prophecy. And we're talking again about the world, the makeup of the world and what the Bible said would happen at the very end. Now. Some of the most specific scriptures related to the end times have to do with Israel. So let me talk about one very specific fulfilled prophecy. I'm going to talk about another prophecy that's about to be fulfilled, I believe. But this is Jeremiah 16. This has been fulfilled. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that it shall no more be said, the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of Egypt, but the Lord lives who brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north. And from all the lands where he had driven them, for I will bring them back into their land which I gave to their fathers. Now if you go on to a map and you look at Jerusalem, you look at Israel, you go directly north, uh, it's is Russia. The far north, that's Russia up there. And so is that fulfilled? No more will I bring the children of Israel out of Egypt, but I'm gonna bring them out of the land of the north, and all these other lands where I've, I've scattered them. Okay. In 1989, from 19, uh, between 1989 and December of 2002, 1.1 Russian Jews immigrated from Russia to Israel. So I went, I did a conference in Israel about seven years ago, a leadership conference, and um, we did not invite a Russian interpreter. And boy, we, we heard about it. Um, the first time that I spoke in Israel was you know, maybe 30 something years ago and there weren't Russians in Israel. I mean, there may have been a few, but there weren't Russians in Israel. Certainly weren't, weren't Russian congregations, Messianic congregations. Well, there are today. And so a lot of the Russian Messianic Jews wanted to come to our conference, but they couldn't. They're, they're all over Israel. So this is a fulfilled prophecy. Now we can say, it's not just God who delivered the Jews out of Egypt or out of Babylon. But now God has delivered the Jews from the north, the land of the north from Russia and from all the other nations where they had been scattered. This is a fulfilled prophecy. Okay, well, here's another prophecy. And you've heard me talk, if you've heard me talk much at all, about the Gog and Magog war. Now, this has not happened, but it's going to happen here pretty quick. I want to tell you how I believe it, it could all take place. But this is Ezekiel 38, and this is Ezekiel now prophesying a war that's going to be Russia It's gonna be Iran, it's going to be Syria, it's gonna be Turkey, it's gonna be Libya, it's gonna be the Sudan or the area around old Ethiopia. Those kinds of nations that are aligned in their beliefs and in their opposition to Israel. And so Ezekiel 38, now the word of the Lord came to me saying, son of man, set your face against Gog, that's a person, of the land of Magog, that's the land, the prince of Rosh, Meshach and Tubal and prophesy against him and say thus saith the Lord God behold I am against you O Gog the prince of Rosh Meshach and Tubal I will turn you around put hooks in your jaws and lead you out with all your army horses and horsemen all splendidly clothed a great company with bucklers and shield all of them handling swords Persia that's Iran Ethiopia that's the Sudan that area around there Libya it's Libya all of them with shield and helmet Gomer and all of its troops, the house of Togarma from the far north, Turkey. Uh, Many people are with you, prepare yourself and be ready, you and all your companies that are gathered about you, and be a guard for them. After many days you'll be visited, in the latter years you will come into the land of those brought back from the sword, that's Israel, and gathered from many people on the mountains of Israel, which had long been desolate. They were brought out of the nations, and now all of them dwell safely. You will ascend like a storm, covering the land with a cloud, you and all your troops and many people with you. Now, I'm going to continue on that in just a minute. And so all of these nations are aligned. Russia has been helping Iran develop their nuclear technology. Russia is aligned with all the nations that we're talking about. Uh, Russia is very much uh, aligned militarily and economically with Iran, with Turkey. We see right now, Uh, Russian troops in Syria, Iranian troops in Syria, these nations coming together, Turkey now becoming more and more militant in their position against Israel and pro-Russia. All these things are happening right before our very eyes. I'm gonna talk about just a minute about how I believe this this will be provoked. But we see all these things happening right now, and so Russia is going to attack Israel. That's one of the things I'm saying. There's going to be a a Russian-Muslim alliance and they're going to attack Israel. So let me talk specifically about Russia. You say, well, why would Russia attack Israel? Well, to gain a military advantage, a strategic advantage. Uh, Israel is a very, very strategic, literally, Israel's the crossroads of the world. Africa, the Middle East, Europe, Asia, this is is the center of it right there with a Mediterranean seaport. And so, very strategic piece of land. However, the big deal is, Israel has recently discovered massive deposits of natural gas off their coast. Okay, let me, this is a, this is an article here and it says Israel EU gas pipeline to compete with Russia. Think about that for just a minute. Russia sells Europe much of their oil, their heating oil and much of their oil because Russia is oil rich and they use it not just to get rich, they use it to control Europe. Anytime one of these European nations is getting out of line, Russia says, uh uh-uh. wait well, just a minute and I'll cut off your oil. This is a big deal. And so now Israel is building a pipeline to the EU so that they can pipe in cheaper uh, natural gas, very efficient natural gas into Europe to compete with Russia. This is the article, the EU and three member states have backed a plan for Israel to reduce Europe's gas dependence on Russia. The European Commission minister from Cyprus, Greece, and Italy signed up to build a new gas pipeline from Israel to Europe at a meeting in Tel Aviv on Monday, the 3rd of April. Um, The 2200 East Med pipeline, by the way, that was in 2017. The 2200 kilometer East Med pipeline would connect Israel and Cypriot offshore gas fields to Greece and Italy. Okay, and this goes on to talk about just the uh, incredible benefit this would be to Europe to lessen their dependency. Okay, Let me continue to read Ezekiel 38, because the first portion that I read to you there was talking about Russia and these Russian-aligned nations are going to attack Israel. Now it's gonna tell you why. Ezekiel 38, thus says Lord God, on that day it shall come to pass that thoughts will arise in your mind and you will make an evil plan. You will say, I will go up against the land of unwalled villages. I will go up to a peaceful people who dwell safely, all of them dwelling without walls and having neither bars nor gates. Listen to this, to take plunder, to take booty, to stretch out your hands against the waste places that are again inhabited and against a people gathered from the nations who have acquired livestock and goods who dwell in the midst of the land. Sheba didan, Let me let me stop right there for just a minute because this is talking about America and some of the pro- Israel nations questioning the Gog-Magog alliance. Okay, so thoughts are going to arise in your heart. First part of the text I read to you says, I'm going to put a hook in your jaw. God says, I'm going to provoke this. A hook was an animal hook. And when a farmer had an animal that was stubborn like a mule, they put a hook in its mouth and drug it around. And so God is saying, you don't have a choice in the matter. I'm going to provoke you. I'm going to put a hook in your jaw, all of you, and I'm going to drag you down the mountains of Israel. I'm going to destroy you myself. Now here it's saying, thoughts are going to arise in your heart. You're going to to have these thoughts that come to your mind that say, you know something, all that stuff that Israel has, they don't deserve it. Uh, We need to deal with the Middle East problem right now, but we we need that stuff. And they're taking money out of our pocket. That natural gas that they're sending to Europe, they're lessening Europe's dependence upon us, and that hurts us financially, and it hurts us uh, politically. And so thoughts are going to rise in your heart, and you're going to come down to take plunder, to take booty, and to come against people who now have gathered back into the land, and th- these are rich people. Well, let, me, let me say several things. The first time I was in Israel was probably around 1985, uh, five, something like that. When I was in Israel in 1985, they said Israel was the fifth largest exporter of agricultural produce in the world. The Israelis invented drip irrigation. They they can grow stuff that you can't even imagine how rich the land is. It blossomed like a rose. That's another Old Testament prophecy that came true when Israel came back to the land. It is the most rich, abundant land you've ever seen in your life. The Dead Sea has over a billion tons of chemicals in it. We swam in the Dead Sea. You don't swim in the Dead Sea. You just kind of lay on top of the water. It's like motor oil. It is a billion tons of chemicals, fertilizers, medicines, uh, all kinds of of things that are made out of those right there. The the Dead Sea alone is worth an absolute fortune. Then you have the natural gas. You have all the other things, the, the technologies. Israel is known for its technologies. So Russia is sitting there at some point in time and thoughts are going to rise in their heart, and they're going to come down to take booty. Now, this is the rest of the, uh, the text. Sheba Dedan, the marsh, merchants of Tarshish, and all their young lions will say to you, have you come to take plunder? These nations are going to say to them, hey, we know why you're here. Have you gathered your army to take booty, to carry away silver and gold, to take away livestock and goods, to, to take great plunder? So here's the interesting thing. Sheba Dedan, Tarshish in her young lions, Sheba and Dedan, that's the Arabian Peninsula. That's Saudi Arabia, that's Yemen, that's Qatar, that's the UAE, that's Oman. The, those are the nations of the Arabian Peninsula that have come into the Abraham Accords. Now, Saudi Arabia hasn't yet come into the, the uh, Abraham Accords, but they're warming up to Israel, but, and they're very pro-Western. So this, this peninsula here is very much today aligned with Great Britain and the United States. Tarshish, I believe, is Great Britain. The lion, the national symbol of England, is a lion. Young lions means a colony, an offshoot, okay? America is by far the most powerful of all of the colonies of Britain. And so what this is saying is, if this happened tomorrow, that Russia, Iran, Syria, Turkey, all these nations come together against Israel to attack them, but their real purpose is plunder. It's not being, it's not noble to solve the Middle East problem. It's to take plunder. And of all the nations that are in the world today, the Arabian Peninsula, Great Britain, and the United States say, wait just a minute, we know exactly why you're here. You have come down to steal what is not yours. You're not here for any great diplomatic purpose. You are here so you can take away what these people have that has prospered in their hand because of the blessing of God. So, I'm doing these programs on all these nations in Bible prophecy to show you geopolitically everything is the way the Bible said it would be right now. The the Gog and Magog alliance, it it exists. They're against Israel, they're all in relationship to one another. Then you have uh the Sheba, the Dan, Tarshish, Heron Alliance, we're all aligned together in our support of Israel. And so these things are happening before our eyes. So again, I believe that end-time prophecy is ready to be fulfilled. Now, why do I say that the Gog Magog War could happen at any time? Um, Iran, uh, uh, Blinken, the new Secretary of State, in his first few days in office said, Iran is weeks away from getting nuclear material. Now, Israel came out at the same time saying, even if they got the nuclear material today, it's still gonna take them a year to year and a half to have a nuclear weapon. That's still very quick. We're looking at months, where Iran is going to have a nuclear weapon. They're going to have a nuclear weapon. Okay, these, all the talks and all that stuff, yeah, I don't think it makes a nickel worth of difference. They've never lived true to an agreement yet. So they're gonna get a nuclear weapon. They are vowed, publicly on the record, Iran is vowed to the destruction of Israel. No doubt about it, okay, that's why I don't believe Israel will ever allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon. What am I saying? I'm saying they're gonna bomb Iran. I believe that if if Iran is allowed to get a nuclear weapon, Israel at some point is going to preemptively strike them because it is an existential threat to Israel. So when God says, I'm gonna provoke you, can you imagine what would happen tomorrow or today if Israel bombed Iran? Russia has been warning the United States and Israel for years in protection of Iran, and Russia has been saying, you touch them, you have problems with us. So if Israel preemptively struck Iran to keep them from getting nuclear uh, a nuclear weapon, I, I believe, my personal opinion is, and I put this in my book, The Tipping Point, I personally believe that could begin the Gog and Magog War. One way or the other it's gonna happen, one way or the other, all of the pieces are being aligned right now. Bible prophecy is coming true right before our very eyes and that's the point now if you're not a subscriber I'm going to say bye to you now because we have another part of the program that's for subscribers only but you can subscribe for seven dollars a month 77 dollars a year we would love to have you as a subscriber if you are a subscriber stay tuned I'll be right back